Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Anitude, a relationship podcast about love, friendships, and everything in between. Hello, and welcome to Anitude with Anna. I'm here with a very special guest, Leah, all the way from Iowa. Say hello to the listeners. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the podcast. That's right. So um, before we get started, I have to do a couple shout outs. These are people that support the podcast. Shout, shout out to Tara D from California and Heather M from Oklahoma. So shout out. Ooh, ooh. So here we go. So Leah, I know Leah from our mutual friend, Liz. Um, she's been on the podcast multiple times. She's from Iowa and she told me Leah one owns her own tanning business. This was last year when I found this. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Girl boss, hashtag girl boss. Um, and then before I came, I, I tried to come for her birthday, Liz's birthday, which is on July 5th. But uh, she said, do you remember Leah? She's bringing waffles. And I, at first I was like, what? What do you mean she's bringing waffles? She's like, no, what I mean is like, she owns her own waffle business where she's going to have a basically a food truck. And I was like, oh, hell yes. (laughs) I love waffles so much because I love bread and I love breakfast and I love any excuse to eat a waffle. Um, So um, tell the listeners first how you got started with your um, tanning business. Let's hear that story. Yeah. So bronze 515 is a UV free airbrush tanning studio. So we only offer UV free. So custom spray tan. So very popular, um, yes. West coast people have been getting them for years. Um, I opened bronze 515 just as a side hustle. Um, I kind of always tell the story that I started it with a hundred dollars in my bank account. I borrowed money from my mom, my boyfriend, um, to kind of fund this idea. <laughs> Sorry, my dog's behind me. Oh, <laughs> he's going to be part of the podcast hey, too. Hello. He's adorable. He's beautiful. Um, yes. His name's Capone. Say hi, Capone. Hi, Capone. You just, oh, hello there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's tilting he my head. Definitely. He does this often with me. Oh, um, yes. 
So it kind of just started as a side hustle. I was working in the corporate world and just really wasn't enjoying what I was doing, but I liked the job because when you work a corporate job, they suck you in. It's good yes. benefits, great PTO, matching right. 401k. And I kind of was like, I'm just not satisfied. You're um, not being fulfilled. Um, I wasn't being fulfilled. Yeah. And I had this master's degree that I like went to school for and got my master's degree and I, I wasn't doing anything with it. And I still obviously don't do anything with it, but I kind of um, was like, what's an area that maybe needs to be tapped into a little bit more? And the thing that I always, when I talk about my business is my business was founded on not something that I necessarily love. Like I didn't love spray tanning. I was a bed tanner my whole life. I love tanning beds. I mean, I we came from the era of, you <laughs> yeah. know, Paris Hilton, Britney Spears and Jersey yeah. Shore. And we didn't really have access. I mean, I lived in Wyoming and I lived in Arizona. I live in Arizona now, but like spray tans didn't really start popping off where I lived up until like about, I want to say five years ago for real, because then people are like, Oh wait, UV is making me look like a leather belt. So maybe I should switch it up. So, so yeah, that's interesting that you weren't like heavy into spray tans because usually that's why people start a business because they would benefit from doing the thing that they're starting a business for. Right. And I kind of was like, okay, um, I don't love spray tans, but I know that like other people are going to love spray tanning, especially if you mix it with quality product, quality customer service, and just kind of a mission that people are going to gravitate towards. And obviously in Iowa, spray tanning is very predominantly like women. Um, yes that age where like, we're figuring out that like, we want to look young. So training right. a bed is a complete opposite being outside is opposite. And so I just was like, you know what, we're going to open this. So I started in like a 90 square foot room in like the downtown area of where I live and just did it every night after I got off work, I'd go there from five 30 to 10. And then it eventually just kind of took off. And then after two years of doing it as a side hustle, I left my corporate job um, in August of 2018. So I've almost been at this full-time for three years. So that's kind of like the background of this. And then I hired people. And when you hire people, your business really does grow. It's hard to let go some of the responsibility. um, Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to ask you about that. So since (laughs) you are, you know, a business owner and you are running a company, um, and you are based in good customer service, how did you get employees that represent your brand in the way that you want to be represented? How did you, how did you train them or what did you look for when you so hired them? The funny thing that I always tell people is like, no one applies to work for me. I find them. And that's really what I did is I found my first employee who's been with me. Her name is Erin. She was a teacher. She's from my hometown, but she's like five or six years younger than me. So I didn't really ever know where I just like knew of her. And I thought it's a good, it's going to be a good side hustle for people. So I'm the only full-time employee. And then everyone else that does this wants to be there. They don't need to be there. And that's the one thing I think is important when you're looking for people in your business, especially maybe if it's just a part-time, part-time job, you want them to want to be there. Not that they like have to be there to pay their bills. It's just extra fun money for all the girls that do work for me. And I have a Urbandale, Des Moines location. Urbandale is just a suburb of Des Moines. And then I have a Ames location, which is where Iowa State University is that has 30,000 plus students there. Um, 
I don't know if they're a big 12 or big 10. I can't remember. They're a big school. So we're um, on Main Street there. Um, and our hours are really different in Ames than they are in Urbandale. Ames is kind of like a satellite location is kind of like what I call it. But I signed a three-year lease there. Whereas Urbandale is like permanent temp, like your flagship store. It's going to yep, be it's there. It's the original. It's the OG. Yeah. It's yeah. where I started. It's kind of what um, got me to where I'm at today is Urbandale. And then um, in March of 2019, I opened up my second store, which is in Ames. And then that is employed by another four girls that just do this part-time. And our Ames location is just open in the evenings because spray tanning people like they like to do it in the evening. I'm busy all, all well, day. Well, because I feel like, cause you have to, you can't Not. wash it off and right. you right. also have to like go to, you have to leave it on for a certain amount of time. So bedtime is probably the yeah. best time yeah. around the night time. Yep. And Ames is where um, Iowa University State. is correct. Iowa State. Iowa State. Yep. Now a quick word from our sponsors. Just kidding, I don't have any sponsors. Um, are you tired of hearing boring ads? I hate hearing ads, especially ones that don't apply to me, like AARP or Madison Reed to dye my hair at home. I don't dye my hair. Also, if you're tired of waiting until the next episode drops, or you want to see my beautiful face and the face of my guests, then head on over to Patreon. Patreon is a creator website where you pay a monthly subscription. You don't sign a contract or anything. You can cancel anytime. If you decide you hate Anitude and you no longer want to be an anaholic, you can cancel. Memberships start at $2. That's right. Two smackaroos. So head on over to Patreon.com slash AnitudePod. Genius. Yeah. Because it's from my house. So it's not like I can go there every day. Every day. I mean, you could, but... I really honestly don't have to go up to Ames very often. It's it's pretty well taken care of by the girls that I trained up there. And so I have uh, 12, 11 or 12 part-time employees with eight or nine of them being spray tanners and then a couple just like front desk people. And mm-hmm. then I do have a girl um, who's been with me for a really long time help me manage my social media by just keeping my stories constantly going, posting right. things for me like when I don't have time. Right. Um, Sometimes she'll answer questions, but for the most part, I take care of all the questions that come through. But right. so yeah, it's been, it's been a journey. It's been fun. I just hit our five-year anniversary on July 5th. Congratulations. So That's years. huge. We have a big party this Friday. Um, we're doing oh, like, I, wish I, I could be there. Yeah. <laughs> and things like that. White claws, nothing. Crazy, yeah. But um, when you own a business, you kind of have to do stuff where you are thanking your clients and, um, also trying to get an opportunity to maybe get more business too. Yes. So bring a friend, book a spray tan. Um, but really it's ultimately at the end of the day to just say thank you because obviously without your clients, you wouldn't be to where you're at. So exactly, exactly. Well, that's amazing. Um, I, I just really love business women. Um, obviously that's no shade to men who own their own business, but you know, <laughs> women only make up a certain percentage of business yeah. owners and that you started this by yourself. I by mean, yep. no, that no, is not a whole lot of help. I mean, my mom and sister, like, I mean, money, but I mean, nobody, <laughs> yeah. It's not like you had like a CEO of a company that wanted to invest in you. You did this literally. Yep. I started That's it amazing. from the ground up. Yeah. That's I amazing. From the ground up. And I didn't, I wasn't raised in a family of entrepreneurs. Um, so I this was literally of, out of the box, out of the out norm of the for your fa- yep. family. Yep. My dad, um, 
you know, no one really like started a business like this. I mean, I've had family members that like have done other things like for another business and it's kind of considered their own, but never like their own marketing there. I mean, I was broke. I did my own website. I made my own business cards. I mean, I didn't even have Instagram when I had this business started. And I was like, I go back to like our post just to kind of almost be humbled in a way by the post I was doing five years ago to this day. And I'm like, Oh God, they're so bad, but we all do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I archive all my photos that from the past, because I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) Like I don't want to look at it. They're definitely, they're definitely archived. So (laughs) I kind of just, you know, it, it, I never had that fuel that I wanted to be an entrepreneur until I got this idea in my head that I was going to open a spray tanning studio. And I never like wanted to do really anything else. Like I never was like, I'm going to own a t-shirt business or I'm going to be a bake cakes. Um, and I don't know why spray tanning just stuck with me and it stuck with me for like almost a year. Yeah. Because you, you are smart saying what, where is there a gap in the service industry? Because there already are stores that sell t-shirts. There already are stores that um, our bakeries and all that. And, and I feel like if, especially a bakery, that would be so difficult to promote yeah. as there's so many in Iowa already. Cause yeah, there are. Iowa loves food. So they I do. will say that they love their food. They do. So how did the waffle idea come about? <laughs> so Cause I'm passionate about waffles. So that's how I know I would start a waffle business. Cause I love a waffle. So I kind of like over COVID, obviously I had to close for two months because I'm technically considered a salon. So in Iowa, we were closed for about two months. So I kind of started getting on Pinterest and I started coming up with these ideas. Like I'm going to get this vintage horse trailer and I'm going to convert it. I don't know even know what it's going to cost me, but I'm going to do something out of it. So when I tell this story for people who don't know me super well, my last name is Waffle. So that is why I started Waffles and Whip. My wa- my last name is just spelled W-A-F-F. UL, my ancestors couldn't get it right. So they're like, wow. Yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of how waffles came about. It was a no-brainer for me. I was like, okay, You're if like, I'm gonna have a food truck, I can't just do, I can't do like ice cream. I have to yeah. do waffles. And so I was like, I don't want to do batter waffles. I wanted to do these fun dough-based waffles that I kept seeing online that no one really in Iowa does. I mean, there's, I've never tasted one before in my life until I, so they're at Liege waffle is how it's pronounced. So they hail from Liege, Belgium, which is a town in Belgium. And they're just, they don't taste like a waffle. They kind of look like a waffle. I mean, there might be little bits of pieces of them that kind of taste like a waffle, but it's just, they're doughy, they're chewy, they're caramelized, and they're a lot less, they're cleaner as far as like they're not batter. So like, there's just not crap everywhere in the trailer. Right. It's a dough. So the dough goes it's, on it. Yeah. And then you can make iron. it into a, yeah. Waffle. That's yep, way a stick easier. In yeah. Iowa. And we like things with sticks in them. Sticks. Well, I like it so. because you, it's on the go. You can't, it, I mean, that's perfect. Cause when Liz told me that you were having waffles and that you have waffles, I was like trying to picture like that's cool, but like I picture people just walking around with syrup and eat like a traditional yeah. waffle. So when I had these on the stick, I was still doing things, eating my waffle. And I was like, this is truly a dream come true. Like yeah, I can for kids too. I feel like yes, you don't yes. want to be messy, which which is ideal for people if they're coming. Yes. Um, so my food truck. My business model is very different than your typical food trucks you're seeing in Arizona, California, Iowa, anywhere. I mean, people definitely do it like how I do it. So obviously Bronze 515 is my like main focus. It's my main business. It's how I pay my bills. 
Waffles and Whip was just something fun I wanted to start because I would I needed to be challenged. I wasn't being challenged enough with Bronze 515. And um, I didn't really want to open up another location. I wanted to do something completely different. And so that's why Waffles and Whip was started was because one, I was bored. And two, I needed to be challenged. And if you know anything about food, it is a completely different game. It is oh, yeah. it's completely hard. different. Um, it's, it's hard to understand. Every state is different. And then you're going to go have this uh, kitchen on wheels pretty much as ultimately yeah. you are. So my business model is pretty much private events only. So really we're catering to like weddings is like our main focus. Graduation parties. Sorry about that. Um, and... A whole bunch of other like different types of private stuff that you could be doing. Um, and so I think that people have had a hard time, not, not that they don't want that, but like a lot of people are like, Hey, we want you to come to like our, um, block parties, uh, our block party in our neighborhood. And I'm like, yeah, it's not that type of food truck. Yeah, it's and it's not- really a trailer. Cause we converted a 1980. So over 40 year old, um, trailer into this mobile, uh, waffle, a gourmet waffle bar is kind of what I call it. And so, um, it's super small. I do small events. So pretty much anything around like 150 people or less. So I'm not going to like art festivals or like Lollapalooza (laughs) where I'm like waiting for people to come to me because in my mind, I'm thinking if I'm going to go and spend a Saturday somewhere, which is fine. I expect that when I own a food truck business to be busy on the weekends, I want to know how much I've made before I get there. Yes, that makes absolute so, sense. You don't want to go somewhere and you sell two waffles and you just wasted your whole Saturday, a whole bunch of fresh products. Or it could and, just be a really bad day or a really bad turnout. And yeah. obviously you have a minimum, but, mm-hmm. and I do have a minimum. So most people are like, I want you to come to like my, um, a bridal shower of 10 people. That's fine. But my minimum is a lot. Like it's not a lot, but you know, it's a lot. It's, 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 it's to compensate your time and <laughs> you're buying the product yes. and you don't gratuity. want, I mean, yep. gratuity, just all of that taken care of right off the bat. And if you're only serving 10 people and you don't charge a minimum, then you're really not making a profit. You're actually wasting money. So that's, and I a think a lot of business decision do that in the beginning where a lot of people just don't know and understand what their markup should be, what their value should be. Mm-hmm. And I value my weekends. Like I don't need waffles and whip to survive where a lot right. of folks are, that's what they're doing to survive, to feed their family. So they're right. doing two, three events on a Saturday. Whereas I just do one event, one, one Saturday, one Friday, whatever I have, but I am only doing one event per day. And so what that's creating is it's creating a demand and I only have one waffle trailer. So I can guarantee you most people that are going to be at your wedding have never had our waffles, nor have they ever probably had Liege waffles. So we're creating that unique experience. And I want right. people to understand that like, it's an experience to have these waffles plus yes. the that comes with it and things like that. And it does come with a lot of other stuff too. It's not just like the waffles in the trailer. Like we provide everything. So everything's all encompassed of our packages, which is includes mileage. We travel 40 miles from Des Moines, we're really trying to just stick with like venues and private properties. Um, or if a business wants to pay for us to come like on their parking lot property, we'll do that. Right. But again, it's like very, I'm busy typically Monday through Friday with my spray tanning studio. Yeah. And so Saturdays and Sundays and Mondays are sacred to you. Yeah. And you need, yeah. you need to be compensated for your time or else it's not worth the energy to, you know, put yep, into for it. Sure. And you're that horse trailer. I, so I, um, can you say your Instagram for the listener so that when I, I'm going to post it in the show notes as well. 
Yeah. What's your Instagram for your waffles? So it's waffles and whip. Okay. So it's very straightforward. Her horse trailer is gorgeous. I do not even like that kind of like, that's not my vibe, but it's yours is my vibe. I would love to just like, I'm going to go find a husband just so I can take a picture in front of it. Cause it's so cute. How did you do that? How did so, you, what, what was the, the process of getting that horse trailer renovated? So I did not do any of it myself. <laughs> I hired a contractor because okay, I just smart. Knew it would take too long. And I yeah. was like, by the time a lot of people do things, even just house renovations, they've put more money into it than they, so then what it, so mm-hmm. I was like, here's my budget. This is what I want. Here's my mood board. These are my yes. Pinterest photos. Let's create it as best as we can. And so I told him, I was like, I don't need it anytime until like early summer, late spring. And so he pretty much just worked on it. Like after he got off work from his like constructions jobs, because he has his own construction business. And, um, and so we just worked together on it. And really it was just like him. And then at the end for like the last couple of days, I think he had a little bit of help with it, but I ultimately needed it by like the end of June for this styled photo shoot I did, which are the photos that a lot of people are seeing on Instagram. And it's just a, with a really popular um, local photographer here that I've wanted to work with for years. And so she had a, had an opening at the end of June and I was like, it has to be ready. Yeah. Then. Yeah. We'll never get another opportunity to work with her. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And they, t- the pictures are gorgeous. The model, the bride model, she was stunning. It was just all beautiful. I was like, Oh my gosh, Colorado. What you flew yeah. the model in so, and she lives in Denver. So it's super cheap to fly her. Yeah. But her name is Maya and she actually is who helps me with my social media. Gotcha. So, okay. okay. To be a beautiful Hawaiian double zero. And her boyfriend is also cute. And so I was like, and her um, sounds fake, but <laughs> yeah, you had to fly her in because yeah, when are you going to have, and the local, um, and the dress designer that did the dresses. So when people are listening and they like, see the photos, the dress designer is local and she takes vintage tablecloths and makes them into wedding dresses. Stop. So it's crazy. Yeah. Maybe um, I need to reevaluate where I ever have an event just to have it in Iowa. Cool. And what's really funny is that like, she brought three dresses to this, to the styled shoot we did. And thank God she brought the third dress, which is the dress you see in the photos. Cause none of the other dresses like fit like this one. And she told us she made the dress the day before she made this wedding dress. A magician, before, a true magician. Like, her, she's like super quick at doing stuff like that, but you can find her. Um, she's linked in my, um, in our photos as well, but she does have a shop on Etsy as well, where people can buy their like wedding dresses and their measurements and people all around the world have, have you utilized her and off of Etsy. So, and they're Very affordable cool. dresses for being custom made. So. Yeah. Yeah. And who can say their dress was made out of tablecloth? Not many. So I mean, at least I think that's what they're made of. That's what they look <laughs> Yeah. I mean, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So, um, after, you know, the business took off, how do you promote something such as very niche, such as a waffle truck? How do you, what is your promotion process? So pretty much, obviously what I found is like a, your referrals are going to be huge for you without spending money. So mm-hmm. you don't want to do Instagram ads and you don't want to do Facebook ads and you don't want to do Google ads. It's like, what, how are you going to figure out 
how to promote. So obviously you're, it's all through social media. I mean, I hate Facebook and Instagram, but at the same time, I have to have that. Right. I say for my podcast, I've never had an Instagram. I had one when I was in college, but that was many moons ago. But um, I was so adamant not to ever have Instagram ever again. But then I was like, this is how you've got to promote nowadays because it's goes worldwide. And yeah, unfortunately. So I've done like giveaways, which are huge. Obviously that's how you get a lot of followers. And I try to keep my giveaways simple. The simpler mm-hmm. they are, the better, because unfortunately people aren't very smart sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's me too. When I see a giveaway and it's like, like these 10 accounts, I'm like, that's not, not done. I'm not doing it. Get away from me. I'll be like, perfect. So yeah. I did a giveaway to win, um, a, uh, like a, the trailer plus 25 waffles. So for 25 guests, which is great for like a bridal shower. Yeah. So I did that, got a lot of followers from that, but really what I focused on with waffles and whip is it's okay to utilize any other businesses you have to promote a new business. So yeah, absolutely. Close to 5,000 followers for my spray tanning studio. And so I just started posting on there once or twice a week about this new venture. I did, I did a photo shoot. It's really important to obviously do really quality high res photos for Instagram and Facebook. And so I did like, Hey, I'm opening this new business. Check me out. So I utilized and capitalized on my bronze 515 followers to hopefully turn and like waffles and whip, which is what happened. Um, it's food food doesn't have like a demographic. Um, it doesn't definitely has a demographic. Yes. Yes. Females. Um, a lot of people who are darker skin don't think that they can get spray tans, which is not true. Um, and so it's just like, there's with food, everybody likes, everybody loves food. It's waffles. So it's Mm -hmm. like everybody likes. Yeah. And I feel like too, that, that, you know, even though it's like a certain demographic, spray tanners are usually people who are going to get married or have an event, either graduation, you know, party or what have you. So that actually kind of goes hand in hand too, is that female clients are having these events. So (laughs) you are brides, which is crazy. People don't think you probably see brides until like a week or two before the wedding. No, I I see the brides like a year before they get married because they're doing engagement photos. So they're getting spray tans for that. So then I'm like, oh, like, do you guys have a food option? You know, this could be a dessert option in in place of cupcakes or cakes or whatever, or Mm -hmm. it could just be a late night snack. And I think people understand that like, just because it's waffles doesn't mean it has to be breakfast Breakfast or brunch. It can be uh, Exactly. It's like, um, Brinner is a real thing. So you can have breakfast foods at any time of day. So it's just truly a perfect, because like most food trucks are, you know, tacos or burgers or fried food where it wouldn't make sense to even have it during the daytime. It's like more of a late night thing. So this is smart that you can do at any time of the day. So you're obviously 10 steps ahead of everybody. Cause I didn't even think about that until you said that, like you can have waffles anytime you want. So, and it's unique if you decided to have it at nighttime or in the morning time or at two or three o'clock, it's whatever you want. It's your exactly. Wedding. Yeah. And who's, I mean, honestly, if I went to a wedding with waffles, I'd like genius, smart, (laughs) love this. And you have different toppings. So I had the captain, I mean, not captain French, the cinnamon toast crunch waffle. Oh, and it's simple. Two of my favorite things. I love a cinnamon toast crunch. If anybody knows me, I always have it on deck at my house and a waffle. And it was like, true. I was like, 
this is great. This is perfect. I'm not even a big dessert person. I like the dessert I like is breakfast food, like French toast or waffles. So I was like, this is great. I love this. I love this. This is genius. It's a cool idea. And I mean, I never like, I don't ever stop and think about the things I do. I just keep going and going and going until my wheels burn out. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a unique idea. It's something hopefully, you know, we'll get really booked up for next year as booked as I want. And that's the thing when you own a business is you have to remember you're as busy as you want to be. Um, and so I, that's something it's really hard. Cause when you work these nine to five corporate jobs and you start these side hustles, and then I think a lot of people go into opening a business and they think, Oh my God, I'm going to have so much more free time. Mm-hmm. I'm only working nine to five. Oh no. And you think working for yourself is easy because you're like, I'm my own boss, but then it's like, you have the responsibility of others and yourself and to make sure these other people are employed and don't, you know, mess up your business and your likely, uh, your livelihood. So it's, I don't, I don't understand where people think being a business owner is all just like sleeping in all day and working two hours. It's not, if you're going to be successful, you yeah, have definitely to commit to it to this. And they're like starting about, think about a side hustle or maybe their side hustle has taken off. Obviously I always say the one thing that I never really thought about was um, I hate numbers, never was good at math. Uh, so I never had a financial outlook for myself. I kind of was just like, as the money comes in, the money goes out as the money comes in, the money goes out. Um, and so that's one thing I, I obviously always tell anybody that's like asking me questions about my business is that like have a financial plan in place. Obviously I'm really good with marketing. I'm really good with customers the financial side of it, I hire out for, because I don't understand it. I have a bookkeeper. I have a CPA. Um, smart. And also smart to do that because you don't want to go to prison because (laughs) one thing that the IRS is very good at is finding people that owe them money. So that is, I would do that. I mean, at least I don't think I owe them money. (laughs) I don't think I make enough for them to come at me anyway. So looking for like the, the billionaires. Yes. The actors and all that stuff that are dodging their taxes. Um, So I have a question. Um, Do you have any crazy like stories from the spray tanning? Because I feel like there could be some shenanigans that happen at a spray tanning salon. Yeah. You know, I mean, we get crazy stuff that happens all the time. So, I mean, it's just anything from, uh, I don't even, I, I, I can't even think, I mean, you'll get people in who like, aren't sure what they can wear, if they can go naked, if they can't, and we don't care. We don't care um, what you wear. And honestly, like in the five years I've been doing this, I mean, one it's Iowa. So I feel like not a lot happens here. <laughs> and it, honestly, like, I can't think of anything that like stands out where I'm like, oh, wow. That was so wild. Oh, wow. That was like, like, you know, I've never been put in like a scary situation or anything like that. I mean, and I've always told my employees, I was like, if anything ever happens to you, like come to me, we'll figure it out. But mm-hmm. all that, I mean, everything's been pretty good. I mean, we've had, I'm trying to think. I mean, we've definitely had drunk people come in and get. Oh, out. I'm sure. Have you ever had somebody like, trying like, not to pay? They're coming from like their kids' rehearsal dinner, and they yeah, have, and they're like, oh, I'm a little tipsy. Those are always fun. Um, I've have had you some- ever had somebody not pay? No. Oh no. Okay, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. No, you have to like, well, you have to put a card on file before you make an appointment, which oh, okay makes it so people, if they don't show up, get charged. And I mm-hmm. just implemented that this spring because I was so nervous that I wasn't going to like get appointments anymore because people had to like 
find their credit card and put their credit card information in when they wanted to make an appointment. And so I was so scared, but we actually have been 10, like we've been crazy busy. Um, and I added up over the years, probably like how much money I've lost in people like not Canceling, showing yeah. or like canceling last minute. And it was mm -hmm. like well over $10,000. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. It makes you like sick. Yeah. You're like, damn, I could have had that money, but now, you know, and and now I think people are more accepting of that because it's so like natural for other companies to do that. My ha hairdresser oh, does yeah. that because I get my hair braided in five hours. And if I cancel last minute, that's, you know, five hours that she could have had with, you know, two other clients that aren't getting their hair braided or what have you. So it's, yeah, people's time is money. And I think people are starting to realize that you just can't, you know, cancel like you're their only client so um yeah so I wanted to ask that and then um have you ever gotten any strange requests from the waffle like dms or anything like hey like I would love to try your waffles but I don't have any money or something like that no not yet but I'm sure I mean I I do get a lot of people who like reach out and I think they like don't know our pricing and so they'll mm. be like hey i want you to come like three hours away but like my budget's this and i'm like yeah that's not happening. not happening honey and i like, also have to be careful when i say come taste my waffles like <gasps> waffles because my last name yeah yeah and that might get a little dicey that that like somebody's gonna be like lol yeah Leah. like i'll come taste your waffles leah like oh <laughs> Um, Leah is a taken woman, so nobody can have her waffles but her man. <laughs> For now, I'm taken. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Leah, this has been great. Do you have any advice, um, especially for uh, young women who want to become entrepreneurs themselves, besides that knowing that their time um, is going to be taken and that you need to plan your finances? Do you have any other advice? I would say, you know, get your goals in place. It's very important. I went into this like blind and was just like all in. Um, I think just making sure you have like a five-year plan for yourself. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't go your way, it's fine. I make mistakes every day in my business and I learn from them. When you, when you have a business, you're never really, you're making mistakes, but you're also learning at the same time. So right. you're never a failure when it comes because you're doing something that most people aren't even willing to try. Exactly. Um, you know, I think, you know, 50% of small businesses don't make it because people aren't ready. They don't know what they're doing. So if you have the resources, which there's plenty of resources probably in people's local cities or local towns where they're offering up like free small business counseling, or there's a lot of loans for minority or um, small business owners that are female or women owned. And my business is 100% owned by me. So female owned businesses co-founded and or founded by me. Um, I'm the CEO, I'm the CFO, I'm everything. And that's the way I always wanted Love it to it. be. I've never really been a great person to share things with. And so um, I think that when you go into things like that, seek out the advice you got to put money into a business to make money. And that's important and hire the lawyer. If you need to like have somebody do paperwork for you, cause it's better to do it in the beginning than to mess it up and have to pay somebody to read yeah. your stuff, um, form your LLC, get all your ducks in a row before you start promoting yourself online, because you never know, you might have a hater out there who is, I don't know, trying to do something and steal your business idea. Yes. Trade market, trade market. Um, I thankfully have no one tries to compete with me. So they better not. She is the queen yet. of spray tans and the queen you know, of waffles. So 
Right. Waffles and whip, you know, people are going to, people are going to see this idea and then they're going to be like, try to replicate that. And I don't know why, but people are so willing to open up food trucks than they are like spray tanning studios, which a food truck. Because they think it's easier. And I can't fathom because it just sounds like a lot of. It's a lot of work. Like when I spray tan, I go to my studio, I spray tan, I leave with the waffles. It's like, you have to have a separate kitchen. You have to go to that kitchen. You have to wash your dishes at that kitchen. You have to store everything at that kitchen. Um, and then you have to like go to the event, serve at the event, get all your toppings, all that. It's just, there's like so many steps to having a food yes. truck. Where like spray tanning is like spray tan <laughs> period. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot awesome. easier. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it, but yeah, I would say that's for sure. Like all your ducks in a row before you consider opening a business, or if you're thinking about making the leap from corporate to being self-employed, reach out to somebody to help you. I think a lot of people jump into uh, quitting their full-time jobs without evaluating the market and the numbers and things like that before. So definitely do that. Perfect. I, I think that's great advice. So um, like I said, I'm going to link um, Leah's information for her Instagram for both businesses um, so that my, uh, li- I do have a few followers in um, Iowa. I think I have like at least I think it was like 900 last time I checked. So I don't know 900 people in Iowa. So I'm sure there's going to be more people following <laughs> this, but I'm going to link her businesses um, in my show notes. And I will tag that also on Instagram. Leah, before you go, I always ask my guests, what is your favorite Britney Spears song? Oh my gosh. Um, toxic. <gasps> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, there, there are some right answers and you chose one of the right answers. So I love that. So Leah, do you have anything else to say to the listeners before I let you go? Um, be bronze, be built. I always say be bronze, be, bo- be beautiful. Ugh, that's hard to say. Be bold. That's bronze, beautiful, bold, everybody. I love that. I love that. That is great advice. I'm going to start saying that to myself in the morning. And I always say, let's get waft up. Let's get waft up or fucked up. Yes. Yep. I love that. Let's get waft up. up. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to make some waffles right now, actually. There you go. Um, so yeah, thank you, Leah, so much for being a guest and to my listeners, if it's day, night, love and light. Bye.